0: Welcome, Hudson Valley, to this week's edition of In Touch, the public affairs and issues program that runs across Townsquare media, the Hudson Valley radio stations. Happy New Year. Thank you for spending your new year getting in touch with what's going on in the Hudson Valley. We hope you had a terrific holiday season and that this new year brings much to be enjoyed. This week's guests are Maribel Vargas and Dewey from the Road to Recovery program. Road to Recovery offers free transportation for cancer-related medical appointments. We talk about how the program works, the bonds that are formed through it, and the complications caused by the winter weather. We invite you to join us and listen to a previously recorded conversation between Maribel, Dewey, and myself here on In Touch. Hello, Hudson Valley. You're listening to In Touch, Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley's Public Affairs and Issues Program. We have a great episode for you to kick off the new year. Yes, Happy New Year, everybody. I hope everybody is safe and well. New Year's resolutions, please don't give up on them too quickly. Uh, Give it a good shot this year. Uh, Again, we got a great episode to start off 2023. Uh, We are talking about the road to recovery, and with us today... I have Maribel, Maribel Vargas, Cancer Support Strategic Partnership Manager. That is a mouthful. And then we have Dewey, who is a driver for Road to Recovery. Maribel, Dewey, how are you guys?
1: Real good. Very good. Thank you.
0: Really happy to have you guys here. I love working with the American Cancer Society. It's meant something to me for years. Um, you know, I've had a n- number of family members impacted by cancer. I've had a number of family members, uh, unfortunately, we lost from cancer And back in college, I was really, I was a really big volunteer with uh, the capital region. And I'm excited with uh, the little work that I've already gotten to do with the Hudson Valley region, which is ironic being my hometown that it's taken this long, but it's really exciting. So, the Road to Recovery is a really interesting program that. uh, is able to help so many people in the Hudson Valley and Maribel if you could just tell us what exactly is the road to recovery for all those listening
1: of course thank you thank you for inviting us you know uh, at the American Academy Society uh, we really things that health equity is important we want to provide the resources for the community and transportation is one of the big roadblocks for people we know that when people go into treatment i mean one of the side effects is not able to drive and transportation i mean it's a huge issue in the community uh the transportation for like um having like uh public transportation, sometimes is not available for everybody. And when we go to different places and different locations, it's really hard. The Road to Recovery program looks to provide free transportation for patients who are going to treatment. And it's really very easy to go. I mean, you can call our 800 number. The phone number is 1-800-227-2345. And um, once you connect with us, we are able to provide the transportation. Uh, The Road to Recovery program is a uh, a, a program that helps to uh, provide the transportation that many people and caregivers need for going to their uh, daily treatments.
0: No, fantastic. Now, you said uh, with the rotor recovery, that's something that probably a lot of people don't realize when it comes to the treatments where you're not able to drive after some of these. Um, Could you uh, list a few of the things that people would be doing, such as chemo, uh, that would prevent them from driving after their treatments?
1: Of course, I mean, you know when people go are going like through, through the chemotherapy, I mean we know that one of the side effects is not able to drive or coordination or something that, like that mm-hmm. and um uh, and they are not able to uh drive, of course, and that's why this program is so important and the same I mean we want to really help the caregivers i mean we know sometimes the pe- person who lives with them they go to the city or they are not able to drive them, and that's why this this program is so important to, for the community.
0: No, truly. So what is the range that Road to Recovery works for? What's the kind of range that peop- uh, people uh, who are listening is like, oh, I'm so out of the way. There's no way that they could possibly get to me. What's, th- what's that kind of range that people can expect when it comes to Road to Recovery?
1: that was so important to have different drivers in every community because mm. we want to be sure that we can connect all the different towns. I mean, we have had people once I remember like uh, last year, we had a patient who was coming from Albany and they were mm. going to New York City. Oh, I wow. mean, it was a really huge drive, but we were able to connect three drivers together and somebody from Albany dropped them to the Hudson Valley and the Hudson Valley to Westchester and another person from Westchester to the city. I mean, we really want to provide this program nationwide and there is no frontiers like from if you are from Connecticut or the patient is from New Jersey. I mean, it depends on how much the driver wants to drive and it. There is no barriers regarding light like, distance. I mean, we're going to try to do our best to uh, to, uh, to meet the patient's need and try to co- to coordinate the rights. But uh, we know that this is a big challenge in the Hudson Valley because we don't have the public transportation we need. And having a taxi daily is so expensive, right? Oh, yeah. Then we want to be sure that uh, when somebody needs a ride, we can provide uh, the right for them.
0: And uh, just, I, just to make sure that everybody out there knows this, this is free. Right. This yes. This is free completely that these free. patients get.
1: Yes. And we don't ask anything. We don't ask about like what is the status of your insurance or if are you an immigrant or if you have a different age or your gender or I mean, we don't ask like any uh, questions that you might feel uncomfortable. I mean, the only thing is that we try for treatments.
0: No, that's incredible. And that's really cool to hear about that story from Albany where it it was a whole link, but that really goes into the fact that you said that this whole thing is a community, that the American Cancer Society, Road to Recovery, all these drivers, everybody involved, it's a community. That was really cool just to be able to think of it was like, okay, I'll drive this far to drive this far and drive this far to make it all work, make it all possible for these people. That's incredible. Now, we have somebody with us here today who makes that possible. Um, well, actually, uh, we have two. Maribel, you're a driver, correct? Yes, That's, correct. And I would love to hear about your experiences in a moment, but let's pass it over to Dewey for a second. Dewey, again, thank you so much for coming on. So, Road to Recovery is really cool. How long have you been a driver for Road to Recovery?
2: Um, I think about between five and seven years. I'd have to look at my records. I just can't
0: recall. Terrific. So then, uh, what got you into Road to Recovery? What what was the thing that inspired you to become a driver?
2: Um, I would have to say, and I realize this gets a little bit philosophical, I'm a, follow- I'm a follower of Jesus. And when I read the Bible, I see the two greatest commands. Number one, love God with all of your heart, soul, and mind. And number two, love your neighbor as yourself. In my calculation, I see this as an opportunity to love my neighbor as I love myself. That's the simple answer.
0: That's beautiful, honestly. And it- just to be able to take care of your fellow neighbor and just have that uh, sense of fulfillment from helping out and having feeling that purpose from a higher power. That's beautiful. Um, So you've been doing this for about five to seven years now, which has been uh, really cool. Uh, What would be some of the most impactful moments of driving people we don't need to get into like where exactly you're driving but like what's the longest distances that you've driven to make things possible for patients
2: i've driven as far as memorial sloan Kettering from the hudson valley Mm -hmm. and i've driven uh, somebody to boston Uh, oh wow uh, mass general i think it was so yes i've once in a great while I i realize it's a whole day thing uh but yes i have driven that far
0: Wow, incredible. So one thing about Road to Recovery is the flexibility that is offered uh, in working for it. It's not just the flexibility for the patients, but also the flexibility for the people you know who are driving. We were tof- talking for a moment off the mic, and you wear a lot of hats in the community. You're very uh, busy in your own life, and still you manage to get this in. It, what, what is that, that like out of everything that you still manage to get this in while you're performing everything in your daily life? Could you tell us a little bit about that um, uh, road to recovery slash regular life balance?
2: Sure. When I started, there was nothing done online. I remember just getting phone calls and saying, Dewey, can you drive you know, from here to there? It's a three hour gateboat or whatever. And either yes or no. Once they went online, had the little bit of nervousness, all right, how is this going to work? It has been beautiful. Really? Many reasons. Number one, it gives you, when you go online and look at the opportunities, it gives you the information such as where the pickup is. Exactly. It gives you the address, where the destination is, how long the patient expects to be there, whether it's a 10-minute treatment or a three-hour treatment. Um, it tells you, uh, it just gives you all the details you need to decide, do, uh, do I want to take this on to drive this person? Another beauty of it is that you can do either one way or round trip and which Mm -hmm. is great because to be honest with you, if I pick up somebody for a three hour gig, there's chances are I'm not going to do the return trip. I'm just going to take the person one way and say, I can't wait for three hours or keep myself busy for three. So somebody else is going to have to pick it up on the other end, which is fine. Generally, the treatments that I've done are between 10 minutes and an hour, which works great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another great thing about this is that you you can pick and choose your drives, your rides, up to maybe like 24 to 48 hours before. As hmm. you said, I'm very busy. And a lot of times my schedule is very changing. It's very flexible. So it's great for me to go, oh, okay, I think I can do something, uh, you know, tomorrow or the day after. Let me see what's available. What, what, who needs a ride? And then you just go online. You just see something. You go, oh, I can do that one. So it works really, really well with busy people. But if you're not so busy, you can fill up your whole day doing this. It's up to you.
0: That's incredible. I really like that. It's uh, it sounds like it is more. It sounds like it's better organized than like an Uber or a Lyft situation. So that's really cool, and uh, it it adds a sense of comfort to those that you're taking care of, which is fantastic. You're listening to In Touch, Townsquare Media, the Hudson Valley's Public Affairs and Issues program. Right now, we are talking with Maribel and Dewey with the American Cancer Society's Road to Recovery. We've been talking about how important it is for patients to be able to have transportation to and from their appointments. And we're just kind of getting like a point of view. Of the drivers, Dewey was telling us about the wonderful experiences that he has had with uh, driving people. Now, Maribel, you were telling us before about uh, more of the program as a whole, but you're a driver as well. How long have you been driving people?
1: Yeah, I have been driving like around five years also, mm-hmm. and but I mean, I just like really want to say how easy it is to become a driver. I mean, you know, is you can just go through the 800 number or you can go to our website and you just complete that 3 hours online training. I mean, you could do it in your home. I mean, you just put play and you just listen to the, the training and then you send an application and that's it. I mean, uh, of course, you need to be uh, 18 years of older and to have a car and to complete the application and we're going to run that quick background check. But once you have all that, I mean, you are ready to drive and you will be able to provide right in your community, wherever you are. I mean, on your way to, after you drop your children at school or after uh, during your lunchtime, now if you are working from home or, I mean, whatever flexibility you have, I mean, this is like, and some of the centers are providing right treatments on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is something that if you are working and you are still interested, I mean, a Saturday could be an option. But um, it's very easy to become a driver and it's so rewarding. I really love when I open the door of my car and I have a patient coming in and they share uh, their stories and they are so grateful. And um, it's just a beautiful experience being a driver. And it's very easy to be a driver. And we need drivers. Please, if you have any time who you're listening and you are finding to something to do, As a new resolution for this year, please, I mean, think about, like, becoming a a driver and give us, like, just maybe two rides a month. That's a very easy, uh, we are asking, and uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to call our 800 number, and you can have all the answers you might need about the program or about the process, but it's just so rewarding to help somebody from our community go into a very difficult situation when it's transportation.
0: No no, absolutely, and uh, I love what you said there. Great for New year's resolutions. Those who are looking to help get out in the community um if they're looking to donate something, donate their time, donate their car in this case and uh thank you for explaining how to become a driver. I was going to ask that um it th- that's just. Part of your afternoon right there. That's not that bad. Just to be able to become a driver, that sounds easy enough. Why not? Uh, One thing that uh, I'm curious about, just because something is going on in one region and you live in another area, let's let's say I live in Dutchess County and I know I'm going to be in, I don't know, Sullivan County one day, but then I'm going to have a little extra time. It's like, just because I'm not for that region, that doesn't hold me back from taking a call one of those days, correct?
1: Yes. Actually, I mean, uh, most of the rides that uh, patients need are usually between counties. And Mm -hmm. Sullivan County is one of the, where we have a big cancer center there. Oh, I'm glad I said that (laughs) one then. (laughs) And actually, uh, we ask a lot, uh, we have a lot of requests, uh, actually, between the counties. Uh, because you know with transportation is an issue and it's so hard and so far many times just to cross between counties and actually between states I mean we have people from New Jersey we have people from yep. Connecticut I mean people from uh, upstate I mean Dewey, you
0: mentioned Massachusetts yeah
1: exactly I mean uh, there is no frontiers and the reason is because there are more than 200 different type of cancers and we know that is, some cancers are very common maybe like breast cancer or uh uh, colon cancer, I mean, and it's very easy to find treatment close home. But when we talk a very, like, weird, rare type of uh cancer, I mean, it's uh, very hard to find treatment sometimes close to home. And you really need to go to other centers where they have new treatments or clinical trials that they are so important to have. And you really want to be part of that. But in order to participate, you need to drive there. And uh, it's very far away sometimes. That's why it's so important to really have these programs that can help the community.
0: No. Terrific. One thing that we've experienced already with December is that the weather can change in an instant and the weather can be bad. We've we just got snow not that long ago with um, depending on the region. We were anywhere between three to six inches. Anything can happen in regards to the weather. So this is a question for really both of you. If you guys feel like you have an answer for this, what have you guys seen in the years of driving with the winter months as things are getting harder to drive and get around. What is that like for the patients? What is that like for you? Do you see an uptick in requests? Is there something in particular that people who are interested in this should keep in mind for the winter?
2: Well, certainly it can get dicey out. Uh, Personally, if I think I'm going to be in danger, <laughs> uh, my wife and I, we insist, you know what? It isn't worth it to put myself in danger and the person I'm trying to give a, a ride to in danger. Absolutely. By getting into an accident. So the, I can remember once or twice where I actually canceled out at the very last moment because of the weather. Mm. Um, so they just have to reschedule and, you know, hopefully we, we can take care of them next time. Flexibility is the key. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to go crazy on this, so that's the answer.
0: Understandable, Maribel. Do you have anything that on?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, and we, I think it works for for. Uh, there is different situations, Of course, if, if there is a small ride, I mean, people might feel comfortable because they know their area, and there is something local, maybe a 10-minute ride or 15-minute ride, they might feel comfortable doing it, which mm-hmm. is fine. And if somebody is, um, depending also, where do we live, right? <laughs> and yeah. how far is the ride? And, and uh, I live, for example, in a huge cliff. I mean, they don't Ooh. they don't clean it. <laughs> then, of course, I cannot even go to my groceries, right? Yeah. It is, it's really hard for me to get in and out. But, I mean, I, uh, the centers uh, are very flexible too about the radiation centers if the patient doesn't feel safe i mean they can reschedule for a later time or for an hour skipping one i mean i think that with the weather is something affects everybody we get some requests of course during uh, all different times i mean uh, Winter is a specific time that where we get more requests mm-hmm. because the weather, as you mentioned, but uh, we're also very careful about the safety of the uh, volunteers and the patients and safety is first. And also the centers are very good collaborating with the patients and with us regarding the rights.
0: No, that's good. It was, it was something like that with the weather. I was just driving around the other day and I was slipping and sliding on the roads. And that's just myself, of course. It's like, so you got to worry about yourself. You got to worry about everybody else on the road. And then if you have a patient with you, yeah, that's That's a lot of liability that you have on your hands. And I'm glad that we're talking about this. You're listening to In Touch, Townsquare Media, the Hudson Valley's Public Affairs and Issues program. We are talking with Maribel and Dewey about the Road to Recovery program. It's an incredible program that helps out cancer patients get to and from their treatments. So, with several minutes left, I, I really wanted to talk about the bonds and connections that can be possibly made through this. Um, Is there a way that people can actually request drivers? Or have you guys ever formed a certain bond with somebody through this where it just kind of makes you all warm and fuzzy inside?
2: Yeah, I don't know if they can request. I believe they can actually request a certain driver, but I'm not certain of that. Yes, I have established some bonds because what happens is Sometimes you wind up taking the same person Mm -hmm. repeatedly. Yeah. And so now you get to know them. You know exactly where their house is. You know where they stand. They recognize your car immediately as you're driving down the road. Um, And I have to tell you, once in a while, I have a patient who becomes very emotional, which I completely understand. They're facing death at this point. Yeah. I've actually asked, can I just pray with you for a moment? Wow! And all of a sudden, now <laughs> I'm just praying with them in the car. Um, not while I'm driving, but you know, yeah. at that moment, yes. Uh, so it's been wonderful. I, I think the you're connecting, you're touching people's lives at a very crucial moment in their lives uh, that is pretty rare. So I, I think it's extremely rewarding to do this.
0: Wow! The the thing you said about can I pray with you that 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 hit me right in the heart. Uh, that's very powerful. And uh, whether, whatever religion somebody might believe in, I think there's something still powerful of just being with somebody and praying together. Uh, even if you might be uh, completely different religions, but here you are praying together with the same energy and the same force and believing in the power of that connection. That's awesome. That's, that's something that can't be replicated. So that's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Maribel, do you have anything to add on with your experiences?
1: Yes, of course. I think it's very common when we live close by the person, as we mentioned it, um, we get like uh, f- like familiar with them. And, you know, I mean, you know that, for example, the person might need uh drive like daily for nine weeks. And maybe you can share your Tuesdays and Thursdays. And that's, for example, what I do. I said, OK, I want to drive Tuesday and Thursday this patient. And then it's very easy for me just to know where I'm going and what time and the, know the patients and everything and um, just driving to the center. And then sometimes I just run like a quicker run and I come back for the patient and drive them back home uh their homes uh but yeah of course you you connect with them and they share their stories and they share why um how do they feel and why um are they do they need the rights and it's just very nice they open their hearts in a very uh difficult moment in their lives and they are so appreciative of all the support they can have and uh they And they, they said, you know, in the past I was just talking, but now I listen what people want. Yeah. And I listen, but listening, really listening. I mean, like uh, with all my senses. And uh, it's very nice. It's beautiful for, for me as a volunteer to do it. And uh, just meeting so many beautiful people uh, around the, the way and when they most need it. And there is a lot of connections with, with that.
0: That's awesome, and that's uh, it. Kind of makes things a little easier for you guys in that case. If you find something that's that consistent, where you can stick with them, you build up that relationship. Uh, in the end, though, it's a very vulnerable time for these people, as you guys have seen. So the fact that they are willing to open up to you guys, and the fact you literally open up to them, you're, you're opening their car your car doors to them. Uh, it's an incredible bond, and especially in such a hard time. Well, hey, Maribel Dewey, I want to say thank you so much for, uh, for you both coming in. Uh, before we completely wrap things up, Maribel, again, what is the best way for people to learn more about uh, Road to Recovery, whether they need the rides or they want to be a driver themselves?
1: Of course, if you are a patient or a caregiver and you really want to request a ride, please call our 800 number. That is the best way to connect with us. And it's 24-7. You can call anytime and always a person is Going to answer the phone, and the phone number is 1 800 227 2345. And also, we also have our website that is www.cancer.org and you can that uh, drive and you can find all the information about how to become a driver and how uh, questions about the program, about the training, or about anything that you might have questions about. And uh, if you call our 800 number, you will be able to talk with somebody and, and they call, will give you the answer you are looking for.
0: No, that's very good. And all of these links and phone numbers are going to be available on the in-tech tab of the website that you are listening on. Uh, again, thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Is there any last thing that you want to share, especially for the new year with our listeners?
2: Um, maybe a frequently asked question. Maybe it isn't frequently asked.
0: All right, let's go for it.
2: Uh, If anybody has any privacy concerns, you're thinking, oh, what are the legalities? I'm I'm driving a stranger in my personal car. Uh, American Cancer Society actually is the secondary insurer of these drives. Everybody, hopefully everybody who drives a car has insurance. So that's going to be primary. But the American Cancer Society does provide backup insurance, shall we say. That's number one. Number two. The American Cancer Society, their operators act as the go-between. Mm. Uh, so you don't have to give out your cell number if you, or your home number if you don't. They don't. You don't give out your home address. What I do personally is I like to make a personal connection with my prospective ride. I actually call them up mm. the day before, introduce myself. I give them my cell number. I say, if there's any problems, give me a ring. I also just happen to mention, I have a small, compact car. Are you comfortable with that? Smart. Realizing that there are some patients who may not be comfortable in a tiny little car.
0: That's, that's smart.
2: Maybe you can't get in and out. So I just kind of warn them up front. I try and make it as personal uh, as possible and to make a connection with the people. So that's my take.
0: Well, I, I'm glad that you added that in. That is very important. Fantastic. I think uh, that uh, pretty much does it for this episode of In Touch Maribel Dewey. Thank you so much for your time and everything that you're doing with Road to Recovery. Thank you. This has been this week's edition of In Touch, the Public Affairs and Issues program that runs across Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley radio stations. We want to give a big thank you to Maribel and Dewey. To learn more about the Road to Recovery program, you can call the 24/7 hotline 1-800-227-2345 or visit cancer.org slash drive. Of course, all links and information can be found in the description of this episode. InTouch keeps growing and growing. I'm excited to announce that you can now stream InTouch wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right, you can find in touch episodes new and old on your favorite streaming services like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. Of course, you can still find all articles and audio under the Intouch tab on this radio station's app and website. And don't forget we are also on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at In Touch underscore h v. We are booking guests for twenty twenty three. I can't believe it's the new year already. Whether you have a topic you want discussed or you want to be a guest, the best way to contact us is through our office number at 845-471-1500 or email direct to connor.walsh at townsquaremedia.com. That's Connor with one N. I've been your host, Connor Walsh. Until next time, stay curious, keep an open mind, and as always, I'm glad we get to spend some time. Again, Happy New Year.